to this lofty peak, where Tempest dwells, a noble birthplace. It is time. Maximals and Bredicons, to another episode of Too Much Energon, a laser comb production. Welcome to episode 40. Episode 40? Episode Already? 40. <laughs> it's been 84 years. <laughs> uh, I actually just shared that on Twitter today. <laughs> that, that it's uh, 84 years? <laughs> that, that gif, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you used the uh, Titanic gift? Yeah, yeah. It's been I love that. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. On Too Much Energon, you've got two fine hosts. Um, Christopher Siege and someone else that I'm sure I'm replacing. No, <laughs> it's Christopher Siege and I, NeoCal. And today, we are reviewing Feral Scream Part 1 and 2. Feral Scream yeah. came out January 24th, 1999. And then one week later for part two. Yeah, Siege. imagine that. How is the Siege since uh, our Too Much Energon listeners have last heard of heard and seen you? Um, I've had uh, the kind of day where a few things have gone wrong we shall say, and I'm not feeling super great either, so. All right, well, luckily we have a stellar couple of episodes to chipper you up. Oh, yes, yes. The the, the cream of the crop. Two the... episodes that I am not, uh, I have no enthusiasm <laughs> for whatsoever, as it is. <laughs> I, I'm sure there's some talking points that aren't complaining about how convoluted what is happening is going on. <laughs> I'm sure. Yeah. Yes. So the gist of these episodes is just like some, in some Frankenstein bullshit. Yeah, yeah. Do you do you wanna you wanna jump into it? Megatron's yeah. doing some Frankenstein bullshit. Yeah, this is a two part episode, so I think we'll uh kind of skip our usual uh off-topic off-topic bullshit at the beginning and uh just dive right into it yeah there'll be lots of off-topic during i'm sure so something jarring happened to me and i thought i was just being weird but my my partner confirmed it too our initial like thought at the very beginning of this episode is um why is Waspinator like hauling a giant tampon 
<laughs> I something about the way it's it's shaped, and I paused it and I was like, "Does that look like you know what? Never mind." And she's like, "A giant tampon," and I'm like, "You too? Okay." No, no, it's it's a stasis pod. <laughs> it's a stasis pod. Um, I didn't uh, I didn't make the tampon connection, but now that you pointed it out, I, I can't see anything. You can't unsee. <laughs> <laughs> you can't unsee it. No, no. Uh, so yeah, Waspinator and Megatron. Well, Waspinator is carrying the flying around carrying this uh, this giant tampon. Meg- I do like Megatron the line when when they Maximals. It's just um, the, for some reason it's just Megatron and Waspinator on the Predacons, and Optimus and Sheetor. The just yeah. those four bump into each other, and I, I I do like the line when Megatron is like Waspinator, quickly protect that stasis pod with your life, your life. And I'm like, <laughs> uh. He, he's, <laughs> he's got to have his his Dino clone. Damn it, Dino clone two. Yes, and I expected Waspinator to be. Yeah, that's a thing. I expected Waspinator <laughs> to be like, oh, sparkless stasis pod worth more than Waspinator. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, Cheetor is a sniper rifle. That shoots missiles. That's uh... and he shoots Optimus with it. Oh, does he? <laughs> yeah. He shoots a bullet out, but it's actually a missile. It misses Waspinator, and it hits the cliff where Optimus is on. Oh, right, right, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and Optimus is like, is like, wait, Cheetor, no! And then uh, Optimus makes a hilarious face, which I think I'm probably going to make the show art for this uh, for this episode. He's just like... When the bullet's coming for him? The missile? Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, even, even in his optimal makes form, it... Optimus... Uh, Optimus still he makes has some the, funny the faces. <laughs> still has the best facial facial expressions in the in the series. Yeah, he makes some funny fucking faces this this episode. These two episodes. <laughs> and uh, yeah, the the sniper the sniper missile that Cheetor fired uh, blows up the ledge, knocking Optimus down. And Cheetor is like, "Oh no, Optimus!" Like, where were you aiming? <laughs> what, what was he even aiming at? Like, he it's not like he just like, I don't know, like he misses Waspinator and then like some debris or something takes out Optimus. No, he blows up the fucking ground like from beneath Optimus's feet. Like, what are you doing, kid? Which, as we know, is when you blow up rocks next to somebody that does way more damage than actually shooting them. Yeah, oh, what yeah. was he doing? I thought he was trying to pull like a sniper trick and like shoot the cord hanging from Waspinator. Mm. But then it turned into a missile. <laughs> I was very I was very confused. And uh yeah, I don't know. Apparently this fucks Optimus up a, quite a bit, but I'm like, dude, like Optimus can fly. He can fly. So why does falling off the cliff 
It fucks also, him up. Also, he's had bad, debris too. fall on him. Yeah. Yeah. He's had debris fall on him before and this just shrugged is, it off. This is the, the, the show where, like, characters can be flattened like pancakes by rocks. Or ripped to shreds, to ribbons. Or just outright incinerated. <laughs> or blown. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and uh, they're, they're usually not the worst for wear, but, uh, yeah, Optimus... It's bad news bears, as you would say. <laughs> yeah, I, I, he is. <laughs> so, I thought it was very poetic, but then I found out that he's just quoting um, Frankenstein when they oh, do yeah. their experiment. Totally, yeah. I was like, is, is he just quoting, or is this like, you know, Shakespeare in the Park moment? The whole carved into this lofty peak moment where tempest dwells and a noble birthplace to this noble birthplace or something and i'm like and i googled it and i was like oh he's literally quoting frankenstein okay (laughs) you're just like i better google this because this writing is way too good for this show (laughs) (laughs) whenever the writing is too good it ends up actually being like a hamlet <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, or some Shakespeare and um in this or case, like old Mary... movie references. Yeah, in this case it's Mary Shelley. Yeah, uh, the, the author. Yeah, yeah. I actually I have a pretty nice copy of Frankenstein, which I've never read, but uh it's it's sitting oh. around here somewhere. Oh cool. I've I, I've never read it. I have Dracula uh, and I've never read and I need to get on that, and I would like to check out Frankenstein. Frankenstein. All the. Uh, all it's the just called Frankenstein, classics. or is it called like Frankenstein's monster? Or is it called Doctor Frankenstein? I never know what the original is. I think it's just Frankenstein. Yeah. Mary. She- I, I think the actual title is Mary Shelley's Frankenstein. Mm. Like Bram Stoker's Dracula. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> so. Um, Boris Carlinator. Mummy's alive. <laughs> Uh, you remember that um, show? I, because of you, yes. <laughs> I remember, um, fucking uh, Clive Barker. <laughs> Clive Barker's name is in front of a bunch of stuff. Tom yeah. Clancy. <clears throat> Imagine like you become so famous that like your name is part of the title. Uh, yeah, yeah. Hopefully, hopefully someday I get there. <laughs> One day soon. Laser combs rainbow six. Yes. <laughs> Laser combs rainbow six two. COVID boogaloo. <laughs> Laser combs rainbow sixty nine. <laughs> rainbow sixty nine. There you go. <laughs> uh. Rainbow six, Rainbow sixty four, oh, Rainbow sixty nine, and then the subtitle "Nice." <laughs> <laughs> that's that's like yeah, uh, Rainbow sixty nine colon nice. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! I would read that. I'm just saying. You know how there's like a comedy genre of old classics. Right, like uh, Pride and Prejudice and, and Zombies. Uh, oh, yeah, or yeah. what's the original one? Um, Abraham Lincoln, Vampire Hunter. There, there was that genre that was really cool for like three, four years. 
if you did like a spoof like Tom Clancy <laughs> novel and named it like I don't know like Rainbow 69 <laughs> nice I actually I got a shout I would out pick on that a, up and read that I got a shout out on a, a podcast that I used to listen to it's not around anymore but a podcast that I listened to like around that time because like I they were they were basically like they were asking for pitches for like those kind of stories. And so I wrote in a okay. pitch called uh, Charles Darwin Beast Tamer. And it was Charles Darwin was like, uh, was like traveling the world, like fighting monsters and like his, uh, I can't remember his right hand man who uh in real life was known as darwin's bulldog could actually like like altered beast into a giant like bulldog he's a wear dog yeah yeah <laughs> that, that's a, that's great <laughs> altered beast <laughs> power up oh what a wild actually, video game i've actually beaten that game i have not beaten that I have come like so close to beating Super Ghouls and Ghosts, though. Oh yeah. And I've never beaten it. Fuck that game. It's so hard. And ran and the RG like the the random parts of it are Did you ever play that? Super Ghouls and Ghosts? Uh yeah, I think it's on the SNES classic. Like the, yeah. the console. Yes, yes, yes it is which I have one of, so. You can set the lives to 99 and that motherfucker is still... You need patience. <laughs> you need the Konami then, code, damn it. And then I beat it. And the princess is at the end is like, oh, well, you were supposed to find, like, this elixir. And to, to like, change you. So it's somewhere in your travels... Maybe you can pick it up, and the game resets. Like it's still the same game, but because you didn't finish it a certain way, you start over. Uh, and I was like, <laughs> "Do you remember something the... to do with the when you're naked, right? And then you get armor, and then you get like powered up, like blue armor, and then you get gold armor. Yeah. And I think there's like one beyond that, or something. And you're supposed to." find a special item somewhere in like one of or, or more of the levels power yourself up and then not take a hit and then beat the game or something i i don't know it's it's wacky i didn't look any look up any guides though so one day maybe one day do you remember the um uh the sega genesis x-men game yes <laughs> yeah, damn, i do pretty damn good game actually um <laughs> But if you play it on like uh like amateur difficulty or whatever, like whatever the easiest difficulty is, when you get to a point in the game, you'll get a splash screen of Magneto and it's like amateurs could never hope to challenge me, and then it's like game over. Oh, you don't even get to face him. The no, game no. ends. Yeah, the, the game ends at a certain point if you're <laughs> playing on easy difficulty. <laughs> Wow. I remember amazing. Like, I remember encountering that when I was like maybe like nine years old and being like, the fuck is this shit? 
that that's kind of amazing. That's like some OG trolling right there. That that is that is legendary. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um speaking of legendary things, uh not Hey, the, take uh, it easy with the power pizzas. Because like Depth Charge shoots energy discs out of his chest. Oh right. And he frees right. Optimus. Right? Yeah. And Depth Charge okay, real quick. This happens a lot. Depth his depth charge's computer is like picking up Rampage's spark. And it zooms in on his eye and he's got a radar, right? Mm. And Optimus is like, no, depth charge, wait. And he storms off and flies after it. He's like, can't, Rampage is near. How does depth charge not know that Rampage is removed from his spark yet? I, I, I don't know. He was tracking him the first time we met depth charge. And then in depth charge versus rampage two underwater boogaloo. <laughs> so we like, why is it detecting his spark instead of rampage? Because he was able to track him before. And what the maximals never told depth charge. Hey, by the way, his spark is like removed from his, I guess the maximals don't know that. Maybe? Yeah, I, I guess they don't know that. It's just weird that his radar is picking up a spark instead of him, when before it picked up Rampage, not his spark. Speaking of characters like knowing things or not knowing things, like a little, I'm jumping ahead a little bit, but yeah. after uh, after uh, Cheetor and Depth Charge like encounter Dino Clone 2, Cheetor uh-huh. is like, he says to Depth Charge, he's like, oh wow, was that Dinobot? Or something like that. And Depth Charge is like, huh. And it's like, oh, I didn't. Depth, Depth Charge, like, Depth Charge showed up after Dinobot was already dead. He has no fucking idea who Dinobot is. Depth Charge is. hasn't even learned all the Maximals' names yet. <laughs> he doesn't. <laughs> that are alive. Yeah. He doesn't know who the fuck Dinobot is. He doesn't even know the names of the Predacons. Yeah. <laughs> fuck. All he so, knows is Protoform X. That's like all he. He knows Protoform X and Optimus Primal. That's like, seems to be the only yeah. two individuals on, on planet Energon that he gives a shit about. Yeah. And then everyone else just has a nickname Snake Face, Ant Head. I, I don't know. Rat Buddy. Br- rat Breath. <laughs> rat Breath. So the, the I, Frankenstein I, device. I will ahead. say uh, on the subject of depth charge. Uh, it feels like in this these episodes, the voice actor has uh, kind of dialed down the like grizzled, like grimdark, yeah, like over the top shit that he was doing for the past few episodes. Feels like he's toned it down a little bit because he a doesn't more sound, natural sounding. Yeah, he doesn't sound quite like he's trying to sound like a tough guy anymore. Yeah, great. So the device that Waspinator, a.k.a. Igor, um, <laughs> activates on this dark and stormy night, uh, I will say that the device is really cool. Mm. Um, like bones, metallic bone spurs wrap around and like dig into the protoform's body. And I'm like, is this like a fucking Aussie concert? 
or like an <laughs> Alice Cooper. <laughs> like this is kind of this is kind of rad. And Waspinator comes over to the protoform and installs the transmetal driver, which is like a red orb, which metallic is orb. Apparently, a thing that exists now. I, I was going to ask you what that is and uh, how they made it. And I know it's made out of Rampage's spark. Yeah, no. Wait, no, no. because then his spark isn't. No, because then it's in Dinobot too. Uh, Wait, what? What is this? The show the has not explained it up to this point. Uh, I believe it's an alien device. Yeah, the computer later on, the computer depth charge, depth charge gets it, and he puts it on like um, a computer scanner thing back at uh, <clears throat> Arc Mountain. Yeah, and it says unknown alien artifact modified by Megatron. And he goes, huh, cool. And he tosses it in the lava. <laughs> <laughs> well, tries to. Uh, the transmetal driver. Okay. Yeah. I bequeath Re- you a reboot half, now? <laughs> half a spark. So he, Megatron, takes the, uh, the half of Rampage's spark that uh, he's had in that, like, vice thing since last season. And... Uh, yeah. Uh, inserts it into this uh, this protoform along with the the transmetal driver and uh, so everything charges up and surprise we have a transmetal velociraptor. It looks stupid, man. <laughs> yeah, no? it's uh, it looks yeah. dumb. I'm uh, yeah, I'm I'm not a fan. <laughs> it, it's and mouth. Its mouth is strange. It's like it's kind of symmetrical. Yeah, it's kind of skeletal looking in a way. Maybe you remember how you and I were talking, uh, like thirty episodes. Out my head, uh, thirty <laughs> episodes of too much energon ago, and I was like, I thought I had Dinobot, but it was like it was like a skeleton or something like that. I'm wondering if it was if there maybe, was a toy for this. Oh, there was. Yeah, I've seen it. M- maybe this is what I had. Maybe. I, maybe. No, no, I had like one of those cheap ones that turned into eggs. Right. We <laughs> <laughs> we, we talked about this. Yeah. I, ha- that, like, I had became one of the... armor or something for the others. I had one of the the mcdonald's happy meal beast wars toys yes there we go <laughs> yeah that's what it was which did actually exist i was i i had like one or two of them back in the day i was looking them up recently they're they're hilariously cheap looking i should google them <laughs> yeah do you remember there. how many there were there's usually like five ish whenever like a series of toys like that came out their their names are funny too because like like they don't even really have like transformer sounding names. They're just like the names of whatever creature they are. Like there's one that's literally just called <laughs> Manta Ray. Wow. <laughs> uh, Amazing. Now. McDonald's Beast Wars toys. <sighs> so Megatron says, Welcome, Transmetal 2, Dinobot. <laughs> and I'm like, really? 
His name's Transmetal 2, Dinobot. So, in 1996, there, yeah, there was a uh, Beast Wars Happy McDonald's Happy Meal toy line, and it was comprised of the following characters. Panther. Rhino. Uh, okay. Beetle. <laughs> Manta Ray. And Under 3. Under which, 3? Which was a lion-looking toy that was designed for kids under 3. Uh, and its name was Under 3? Uh, <laughs> it, it looks like it didn't actually have a name, so the Transformers... Yeah, like, so they just... Called, just calls it under three. Under th no kids under three should be holding plastic that fits in their mouth. I'm just saying. <laughs> Manta Ray was was one of the ones that I actually had. Fuck it, I'm going in. McDonald's ninety six Transformers toys. The rhino is friggin' hilarious looking. You know what? Out of all of these, I think Manta Ray is probably, like, the only one that looks halfway decent. Okay. Y yeah, that's, I'm looking at them now, and I'm like, the Manta Ray is, like, the only one passable. <laughs> <laughs> the rest are pretty fucking bad. Uh the toy for kids under three is just like a piece of plastic that looks like a lion head. Yeah. <laughs> Lord, Rhino looks bad. Right? It reminds me of Rhinox chilling out on the computer, but in his Rhino form. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the spider, the beetle one, I, I guess is also okay. Listeners, do yourself treat yourself and Google McDonald's '96 Transformer toys. Look up McDonald's Dinobot. It's from a, a second wave that was in '98. If you want to see a Dinobot toy that looks absolutely nothing <laughs> like Dinobot, <laughs> the Transformers uh, wiki refers to it as McDinobot. <laughs> <laughs> Why is he, he? His colors are perplexing. He's green, blue, and gold. Yeah. And his like chest opens up, so it looks like he has like wings, but he, and his arms just like stick out. Oh man! Oh Christ, that is bad looking. I mean, cool. Like that's an interesting design. Like he just folds out, and and that's him, but. Yeah. There's a Man, McDonald's hasn't had a uh hasn't wow. had a uh Transformers Happy Meal tie-in since 2016. Hey, McDonald's. Get on that. Figure it out. <laughs> Get on that. Beast Beast Wars wave is coming. It's yeah. already here. So Dinobot 2 is here. And he has a different voice than Dinobot, right? Hell nope. no. Nope. <laughs> Same guy. Uh, maybe he will grow on me, but right now I'm 
hashtag not my Dinobot. <laughs> Holy f- Dino Clone 2. Yes. Yeah, Dino Clone 2 is a more apt <laughs> apt name. I don't mind his robot mode too much. No, I, so I was amazed when he transformed. I was like, oh. Oh, that's I was expecting it to look worse. <laughs> yeah, he actually kind of just looks like an upgraded version of Dinobot. Yeah. But his raptor form is meh. I wonder it's if he weird. has like a if he has like a vehicle esque thing in his transmetal form. Oh, well if he does, I don't think we see it. Do we? He's maybe got he, like a predator can... laser eye. Maybe uh maybe he can not trap anymore. If only I could bring <laughs> back those days. Because <laughs> they show up on the scene. And he eye lasers. Um, but like it's oh, not I the predator, it. yeah, yeah, and it shoots a blast, yeah. And there's a weird mo- modified terror board, and he's like, "Wee!" He literally says, "Wee!" You know, kind of reminds and me he... of in uh, Metal Gear Solid Three, uh, the the wasps. Yeah, sometimes you would see like uh, enemy soldiers like float in on these like like platforms that they would stand on that would have like a shield in front of them. Weird hover platforms. Yeah. So this is wild, but there's footage. It's I swear I have found it and I've shown other people it of um like diesel powered like those were real during like the cold war there's footage of it and he couldn't really? go very far they couldn't go very far before they needed refueling mm. and i showed showed my brother uh my brother bleh, i showed my buddy james at at work every once in a while we go and look at these things and we're like these are like human drones like from like 60 years ago like 50 years ago and I went to go show somebody else, and James is like, oh, you're just not searching the right keyword, like, tags for it, right? And he's like a Russian dro- pilot, Russian hover thing, Cold War. We can't find it now. It's like a weird cover-up. Like, we can't find the black and white footage of the Russians zooming around on these, but those were real. I swear to God, there was footage of it. I mean, I'm not surprised, since, like, most of the... I mean, Metal Gear, like the, especially in like the Metal Gear prequel games, like most of the technology is kind of inspired by stuff that actually existed. Yeah. They were called wasps and they could, they they were controlled by you, them leaning, right? Mm. And they could control them going up and down, but they couldn't go very far because of the limitations of the technology at the time. And, um, and unless that whole thing was like a big ass prank or like a promo for Metal Gear Solid Three or something, right? <laughs> Which now that I'm thinking about it, wouldn't surprise me. But apparently, they could only go like a mile before like running out of 
fuel. So it was mm-hmm. good to get like river hop or like go over a part of a forest and like reconvene at a road or or something like that. Yeah, something tells me real, you, wouldn't wanna, you wouldn't want to run in right out run out of gas on those things. Yeah, you you'd probably just die. <laughs> <laughs> Literally crash and burn. Yeah. So and Cheetor... uh, that's, that's kind of what this is. Yeah, Speaking Cheetor... of crash and burn. <laughs> Cheetor grabs... He goes, Wee! <laughs> and runs he... two over. Yeah, he grabs the uh, the Transmetal 2 driver and throws it to Depth Charge. And Depth Charge literally like fucking soccer goalie catches it. Yeah, he's like, go deep. And yeah. he... <laughs> I'm like, what is this episode? <laughs> And then Megatron uh, shoots uh, Cheetor, and he lands in the beam where the um, transmetal driver was. Yeah. Of this, like, device. And he screams and blows up. Yep. And, so, uh, it's a weird episode, man. Yeah, depth charge. Uh... It blows up so much that it fires everyone else away like far far away depth charge megatron uh dino clone 2 but depth charge has the transmetal driver and he also has like a piece of like cheetor's leg or something that he shows to optimus he's like he's like the uh yeah he's like a A kid yeah the, the kid fought hard or something like that yeah, and, uh, later when Optim, what does he say here? He goes back to Ark Mountain. Yeah, and he's like, "What? Where's Cheetor?" And he's like, "Yeah, kid fought hard. I, I don't remember." And this is the part where he wanders in, goes to a computer, it scans the alien device, says it's been modified by Megatron. He's like, "Huh? Well, never again." And he tosses it into the yeah, lava. Just, yeah, just tosses it away, just carelessly. I like that. He he, that's a he gets brownie points for that, bonus points for that one for me. I'd do the same. I'd be like, whatever, <laughs> I don't give a shit. <laughs> no good can come from this, and I just toss it. So, Black Arachnia is watching and listening. Yeah, and she puts a tether down in her um, spider form and jumps after it. And transforms in the air and catches it. I know I've mentioned this before, and I understand that it's a TV show for kids, but <laughs> why would she fall faster than the ball would fall? Oh, yeah. This yeah. has happened on the show before. I'm like, well, technically, gravity would be making them both fall, and the ball had a head start. You can't gain. You can't catch up to the falling ball and grab it unless you had rockets behind you making you go faster than gravity is pulling you. But uh, but uh, she she's heavier than it. <laughs> yeah. That, that means gravity pulls her faster, right? Yeah, exactly. Fuck. She, she's heavier. That, that's why she falls faster. That's my, yeah. That's my... Uh, that's my 11-year-old explanation. I feel like 11-year-old Christopher <laughs> been like, actually. Uh, I don't know. I, want, well, I guess I would have been... Fuck, I would have just turned 14 by the time this episode aired. 
So you would have learned about like gravity, terminal velocity, mass, yeah. Maybe, maybe the transmetal driver is very floaty, like a feather. <laughs> and it caught the air and slowed its descent. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, let's, I, let's go oh, with that. Here we go. It's alien tech. Oh, it's alien tech. So it's it falls. <laughs> it, it floated down. Problem solved. You know what? That's all I needed. Thank you. Yeah. Anger, anger subsided. Uh, so she so, catches it. Yeah, she catches it and uh it looks, looks like cool. She, looks like she's up to something. And uh, back at the dark side, uh, Megatron's in his uh, in his hot tub in his jacuzzi. <laughs> oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah, we haven't seen him in it in a while, but yeah, he's got a he's got a hot tub in his quarters. And uh, when you know when he's not like hooked up to an IV for some there's a there's a ducky reason. in it. I just I just noticed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's had that ducky for a while. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, uh, Rampage is there and he's not happy uh, yeah he's all mad because he uh, he because Megatron gave like the other half the severed half of his spark to Dino Clone 2 he's like well fuck you I'm gonna rip it out of his chest and restore it within me and, then and he Dino growls and reaches for Dino Bot uh, sorry Dino Clone 2 go ahead yeah, yeah. Uh, so Dino Clone Two, uh, like a little panel opens on his chest, and the spark, Rampage's half of Rampage's spark sticks out, and like he's giving it to him. And I'm like, why are you helping him pull that out of your chest? But he smirks, and then he does the like vice effect on the spark that uh, Megatron used to do with the hand unit thing. But we don't see how he does that. The camera moves away and it just shows Dino Clone 2 like smirking like a dumbass and then Rampage is screaming in pain. You brought up a some, good point. I, I think we see some little claws. Are there like little little claw things? Yeah, I'm just rewatching it. Like he can just like torture him on a will? Yeah. Or at will? Yeah. Okay, I see little things connected to it. Yeah. Um, but here's what I'm wondering, though. If, like, this half of Rampage's spark is somehow allowing... Like, it's it's obviously part of Dino Clone 2, and, like, that was apparently the missing ingredient to making a clone of Dinobot this time. You'd mm -hmm. think it would hurt him. Why wouldn't it? I mean, you would assume so, wouldn't you? <laughs> I mean, like, but this, I guess it's not. This, this it thing is tied to his life force somehow. Yeah, he's like I, a a spiritual brother, a soul, a soul brother. <laughs> but I mean, yes, yeah, he's he's a spark. He's he's a soul brother, and I think Megatron even refers to him as like his half brother. Yeah, later, later, I, yeah. So much of this is is wonky and it doesn't explain how it works shouldn't it yep. be just shouldn't it be only half as painful uh, so well no i don't think so because like it's still it's 
still the exact same half of his spark that Megatron had in that little hand vice before. Well, he had his full spark before. I think it was only half he? of his spark. Oh, so he carved out half, and the other half is still in Rampage. Yeah, yeah, because Megatron... Oh, so Megatron Meg- doesn't have um, that half of a spark anymore. That's in Dino Clone. Yeah. Okay. I thought that was his full spark before. And then yeah. he somehow cut that in half and put half in the transmetal drive and half in Dino Clone. No, because like Megatron even commented about using an Energon or an Energon blade on a spark. So he cut out half of Right. Half of Rampage okay. Spark. Makes sense. So that alien just, device I mean, is just something separate, has nothing to do with Rampage. Yeah. Okay. I I understand. <laughs> Makes sense. Seems I mean, legit. I mean to be fair, like it it just looks like it like a like it's still like spherical. It looks like a like a regular old spark. It's just a little smaller. A little smaller. Um and then Megatron like pats himself on the back about how only he could have accomplished such a fusion. Yeah, man, I kind of want Rampage to kill the Predacons. <laughs> like, uh, yeah. But then I'm like, oh, but he—he's a serial killer. So, I fuck him. <laughs> so, I, like, I don't have sympathy. No, I him. don't. I don't at all. Yeah. Good voice acting. Like good voice acting, yes. which we've talked about before, but. Uh... Yes. Uh, so what's going on? Um, Dino Clone Two, or yeah, yeah, Optimus and Death Charge, I think, are out looking for Cheetor, and Dino yeah. Clone Two like shows up and fucks up Death Charge, and uh, right, yeah. And then there's like energy bindings on Death Charge. Yeah, yeah. So, so Dino he... Clone Two overpowered. Got the jump on depth charge and tied him to a like a ratty looking tree with energy rope. <laughs> yeah, and uh, yeah, <laughs> Megatron, Megatron, the the rest of the Predacons are there, and Megatron's like, it's like, where the fuck is my transmetal driver? Yes, listen here, bitch, you're going <laughs> to tell me where it is. The depth charge is like, oh, I got rid of it. <laughs> oh, that piece of junk! I threw that shit away. Um, and he's like, "Where is it?" And he, he, Death Charge is like, "You ever read Lord of the Rings?" <laughs> <laughs> well, if you condensed it into one paragraph instead of one giant book, that was my journey. <laughs> Chucked it in a volcano. Nonsense. We Predacons only read Shakespeare. Cheers. <laughs> um, my partner uh, was like, the size difference between. All three of those Preds right there, uh, Quick Strike, Megatron, and Rampage, is huge. Like, Quick Strike is like tiny. Like, is he smaller than Rat Trap? He's tiny. And well, then he was like, a, um, he was a like basic size toy. So he was like the absolute smallest class of figure that you could get. Mm. Yeah, because there's a there's a shot showing all three standing next to each other, and it's like Quick Strike is tiny, tiny. 
twice as big as him, maybe three times as big as him as Megatron. And then like a, a whole one third bigger than Megatron. Like Megatron's like two thirds the size of Rampage. Yeah. So I, I actually do like the huge variance in the size difference of all well, the, uh, the Transformers lately. Well, unlike in season one, I think uh, from like season two onward in this show, I think the characters are roughly to scale of like their size, the sizes of their toys. That makes sense. They're they're more to scale on the show to match the the toy line. So like Quick Strike was like a basic size figure. Dino Clone Two was like a deluxe class figure. Megatron was a mega class figure, mm. and Rampage was was an ultra class. Ultra, there were ultra beast. Was yes. pro, um, Rampage was ultra, and so was um, Optimal. Uh, yeah. I actually, I think Optimal was like a size class unto himself. Like, oh, I you had... you mentioned that, yeah, before yeah. he yeah. was his own size yeah he's a fucking big ass toy which i've the, i've shown on video kind, on this show before the kind of toy you can swing and give your brother stitches when he gets out of line and amazingly <laughs> enough that toy was 30 dollars back in the day that's not bad no it's not holy considering, shit 30 bucks considering we have like what are called commander class transformers now that are roughly like to scale of that that are like 120 Oh. Listeners, this is all in 90s. Canadian dollars. Canadiano, so it's like chump change for Americanos. Canadian dollary dues. So we're at the uh, where cheetah moment, <laughs> which is <laughs> yeah. really long and drawn out. The summary is they're like, huh, what was that? I think it's a ghost. Yeehaw! And Cheetor, like, one by one, takes out the Preds. I know, the show is being really coy about it, but, like, it's so fucking obvious that it's Cheetor. It's obviously Cheetor. <laughs> it's so fast, it's so fast, and it's dark and scary. And it's making, like, growling, like, cat sounds. Making cheetah sounds! <laughs> and we saw Cheetor... And even Megatron's like, what was that? And we saw Cheetor at the beginning of the episode get fucked up by the Transmetal two machine yeah the, the transmetal two omatic <laughs> yeah it's, it's like why is the show being coy about this like fuck off there's some tasmanian devil bullshit oh my god <laughs> i forgot about that so cheetor moves so fast i'm sorry the the monster moves so fast it and megatron like stabs his like prehensile blaster tail into the ground so that he's not knocked over but what ends up happening is cheetor moves so pa his, fast he spins him his dick laser good sir and <laughs> look at me trying to class up the no it's it spins him so fast he turns into the tasmanian devil and when he stops he makes like a fucking hilarious face no no you know what i think i might well that's make very this. cartoon i might make this the show art for the episode so he spins and he goes over to a cliff and he completely stops. Stops spinning like on a fucking dime. And just like like Wiley a Coyote chasing the um, the Roadrunner, he stops yeah. in the air and goes 
<laughs> and I have expected like a sound effect for him to blink, like ding ding, and him to like look down and hold up a sign that said "Yipes." Yikes <laughs> <laughs> moment. I, moment here. <laughs> I'm I'm not sure if that would have made the episode worse or better, honestly. I feel like that about a lot of the things on this. After these two episodes, I was like, do I hate these episodes? Or do I love them? <laughs> like I, I think the yipes sign might have might have made it better at that point. <laughs> like if you're going full full Looney Tunes, commit. Yeah. Might as well. And then uh, I don't know, like Dark Cheetor like sniffs depth charge depth charges like crotch. And then uh, Optimus shows up and like where Cheetor like runs off into the night. Yeah. Yep. And yep. then we get to see back at Arc Mountain Sorry, Optimal little, in little go little ahead. bit of little bit of technical problems on my end. Oh. So we get to see back at Arc Mountain that Optimal is in a beast mode of sorts because he has a gorilla face. I swear to God, I have not seen that until now. Uh, we saw it briefly in... Uh, I think it might have been an optimal situation, the episode where he first got this form. We did see him go into beast mode briefly in that episode. But yeah. this is... This you're right, you're right. This is definitely the most that we've seen it. Like, even when I was watching these yesterday, like, even I was taking notice of it. I'm like, oh. Yeah, I was like, whoa. <laughs> Weird. And, it it uh, caught me off guard. I was like, I don't remember this. <laughs> and uh, Cheetor kind of stumbles into frame. Not uh, not in Werecat mode, but in his regular transmetal. In a daze. Regular transmetal form. Just He's like all injured happened. and shit. Yeah. And uh, that's... That is part one to be continued. Done, done. Done, done. That is part one. Shall we jump into part two? Uh, yeah, let's, let's do it. Feral screen, Bada part boom, two. folks. So it, I do like how it starts. We get a panning shot of Cheetor's room. <laughs> and he has a model of the Axelon. Oh, yeah, and, yeah, he does. And what appears to be... A um, photo of him and uh, Optimus, like... I love that. Arm in arm. <laughs> arm in arm, like somebody took a, a, a portrait shot of them. A, a, a couple's shot of them. Yeah, and he's got a, and a photo of Black Arachnia beside his bed. A framed photo of Black Arachnia right beside his bed. He's got like a tr uh, there's a trophy of some kind. His That's diary is his diary is in leopard print or cheetah print. Now, <laughs> imagine it's weird uh, the the Black Arachnia. Yeah, imagine you're uh, there's this there's this lady that you work with that uh, you're pretty into. Uh, you have no romantic connection with her whatsoever, and for all like, for all intents and purposes, like, it seems like she doesn't even like you. Now imagine having a framed photo of her 
standing in a like a coy pose right next to your bed. That's um it's weird. <laughs> yeah, kind of like she was like walking and somebody said, Oh hey. And she like was in the middle of turning around. Does nobody yeah. else notice he has that in there? Oh, he has extra tails lined on the wall. His tail axes. He does, yeah. I... <laughs> the the door opens up and we see like Optimal Optimus, who's a fucking behemoth compared to I, the I rest of them. He, kind of, like, leans, he like leans leans in. He can't even fit the through door the doorway. The size of like his, his hands. Torso. Yeah. And he's just kind of like, hey buddy, how's it going? He can't even like fit in the hallway outside. There he I is, my little guy. <laughs> my little guy. <laughs> and he shuts Cheetor's door by like just using one of his fingers and like pulling it <laughs> yeah, shut. He, he gently like uses his gigantic fucking and he like lightly like taps it closed. I loved that. Yeah, it's uh, <laughs> it's huge. Yeah, he... How does he even fit in the hallway? Oh. That that was amusing. Well, and like when we see him on the uh, the bridge of what's left of the Axelon, he's like standing on. He's always standing on like one of the lower decks that's just been like exposed. Standing on like the cliff, whereas the Axelon's bridge is like higher up. So when yeah. he's talking to other people on the bridge, it's like from his waist up. It's the only way he can fit. Yeah. Interesting that they salvaged enough of the Axelon to give Cheetor his own, to to uh, have one of the hallways from the Axelon with their um their private chambers in mm -hmm. it. I wonder where Optimus sleeps. I guess with... I was just thinking. <laughs> thinking Maybe that. he sleeps on like... the Ark. I mean, why not? The other guys aren't waking up. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure there are plenty oh, of rooms on you. that ship that aren't uh, that aren't in use. Everybody's passed out on the floor. And he goes in there and he's like, oh, damn it, rat trap. And there's like, you know, like Sharpie like dicks and, and stuff drawn on the fucking <laughs> predicate, the uh the Decepticons faces. <laughs> he's putting them in gay poses. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh. That's something cheat. That's something Rat Trap would do. Uh, like uh, G One Megatron just has like a sharpied like dick with like a bunch of lines going from the tip of it to like <laughs> to his cheek, <laughs> coming down from here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, in an alternate universe. So, if anybody had missed them, we get another uh, Cheetor Vision quest. His like wacky wild like dream where the other maximals are like mocking him. And yeah, this kid's because, really insecure. Yeah, and what happens here, well, I think it has to do with his like feral form. Because just briefly, um earlier Rat Trap was like, Hey, how come uh uh sorry, Optimal was like, Oh, he's sleeping it off and recovering. And Rat Trap's like, kind of weird that he didn't want to use the CR chamber, huh? Mm. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. So that 
has something to do with this dream because they're all forcing him into the CR chamber and he doesn't want to use it. And then when he uses it, he comes out and he's a mutant and they all scream in terror and they call him like ugly creature and monster and stuff like that. His head's on a spring. It's like, yeah. And it's just dangling. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and he wakes up, he's like, oh, it was just a nightmare. Then he starts glowing green and mutating. Yeah. I guess it's a I guess it's a full moon. <laughs> yeah. It's weird, man. I don't get it. I don't get what this green energy is. Uh, is that like Rampage's energy? No. No. It's transmetal to energy. <laughs> it's the poo <poo-poo> time. <laughs> yeah, so uh so where Cheetah like busts out of his quarters and knocks Rat Trap over and <laughs> What a trope. Another like hilarious shot of like so Rat Trap and Optimus look into uh Cheetor's quarters, which have been thrashed, and Optimus is like uh-huh. literally like on all fours, like hunched over, looking in behind Rat Trap. <laughs> oh, right, because um, he ran past Rat Trap and like knocked him over. Yeah, yeah. He has to like crawl, shimmy yeah. into the hole. <laughs> yeah, it's just a and um, Rat Trap is like some shot. cyber mutant, um, trashed Cheetor's chambers and must have and it got cheetor and i'm like the monster looks like a cheetah <laughs> how is this not occurring to anyone and there's no parts of cheetor left it must have ate him whole like the big bad wolf <laughs> <laughs> and apparently the um the big bad Cheetor is snarling into the night so loudly that all the Preds hear him. Well, someone's out for a little moon night stroll at Mach 2. Yeah. yeah and that the someone schedule. is familiar. And he like gently caresses his chest where there's like a slash mark in, in his on his chest plate. Yeah, and we see uh, Transmetal 2 Cheetor uh, running. Um, After, yeah, Megatron's like, enhance! <laughs> yeah, not, interestingly enough, not on his crystal ball this time. He's actually looking at a computer monitor yep. for once. Still don't like, know computer. what he's actually like tracking him with, but Cheetor is being rocket propelled. Uh, yeah, he, he's running like a cheetah, but he also has a rocket on his back. Like an actual rocket. <laughs> a transmetal too! And he slams his fist. As I suspected. <laughs> and I'm like, did you? <laughs> yeah. I kind of dig Rocket Cheetah. Yeah. I kind of like it better than Transmetal 1. Cheetor. <laughs> I, I dig it a lot. <laughs> And uh, he sends, yeah, he sends Waspinator and Dino Clone too after Cheetor 
V3. Yeah. And so Cheetor gains control somehow by opening up a compartment on his hip. And green energy comes out and possesses him. Which uh, I happen to have for the audio listeners. Um, I happen to have a Transmetal 2 Cheetor figure in my hand right now. And his hip actually opens up. Does indeed open up. And there is a... Oh, that's pretty cool. There's a green maximal symbol. Like a little orb embedded in his hip. Yeah. That's actually pretty cool. And uh, (laughs) that seems to be where the green energy on... uh, is coming from in uh on the show season three aka holy shit we need to sell more toys <laughs> <laughs> uh, so he's super saiyan 2 now which looks like super saiyan 1 but i assure you it's it's different yeah and uh yeah what happens here and then we get a lipton iced tea ad in the middle of uh <laughs> hey folks i'm watching it on tv give me a break <laughs> although i could use something to quench my thirst right now something lemony lemony fresh not lemony snickets no no i was waiting for you to say <laughs> <laughs> this episode is wonky enough to be lemony snickets yeah, this so is like che- a series of fortunate events for Cheetor. <laughs> yeah, Cheetor assumes that it was... I think he just assumes it was another dream again. He's like, oh, yeah. I'm fine. Yeah. And uh, back at Arc Mountain... What the fuck's going on? Maximals uh, are like, hey, what's going on? And you have pointed this out before. Optimus... He's like, hmm, I think I might know what's going on. And they're like, well, can you fill us in? And Optimus is like, no, I can't say yet until I'm sure. He does that all the time. You've pointed this out like multiple (laughs) times before where it's like, Optimus, tell your fucking men (laughs) what's happening. He's so mysterious for no reason. I think that was most uh, egregious in uh, the agenda part two. When that, like Optimus, like information they needed. Yeah. This, who cares, right? Ooh, Optimus is smart, but he he's mysterious. But he's got a safe face uh, in case he's wrong, right? That's <laughs> that's <laughs> what I always wonder. If you're mysterious about your hunches and you're right, you can go, ah, oh, that's exactly what I thought. But if you're wrong, then you just go, ah, oh, that's why I didn't want to tell you. I didn't think it was true. Uh, what was it when he suspected that? Um, where the arc was? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. If Megatron's yeah. found what I think he's found, we're in big trouble. What he did likes... he find? I there's no time. He like yeah. made three excuses during that <laughs> those episodes. Uh <laughs> I hate that trope where there's a huge misunderstanding or it's just like, hey, oh, you gotta listen to me. And somebody's like there's no time. You, you just got to go and do this. Mm. And then always, I don't know what that trope's called. I, I could probably Google it. In the amount of time that you bicker about the person not telling them the truth, you could have just told them. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm sure there's something about it on TV tropes. Yeah, I'm I'm sure. Like he so, could just say, "Have like what's wrong?" I understand Optimus needs to be cool, but couldn't he just go? Any y'all think that a monster looks like a cheetah? <laughs> just just me. <laughs> it reminds me of Resident Evil too. When you go to the this uh, the shopkeep, the pawnbroker's at the beginning, and he that guy's aiming the shotgun at you, and he's like, "Stop right there!" And depending on who you're playing, they're like, "Hold your fire! I'm a human." <laughs> yeah. And he's like, "Oh, I thought you were one of those monsters." There's zombies, oh, man. Sorry about that. Oh, sorry. <laughs> apparently, apparently, that shopkeep is Canadian. He gets his. Don't know how, considering he had a shotgun. Whatever. Which, after he gets he gets eaten, you can go back and steal. Mm hmm. I think there's like one, two, two zombies in there. You yeah. end up getting a shotgun later on, anyway. So, thanks for following our Resident Evil Two walkthrough. Um, if you <laughs> not, click on, the... not even the recent Resident Evil Two. I, no, we're, talk, we're talking about the the one that was like. <laughs> Actually, a pretty new game around this time. Still, when this it was started. out, yeah, it came out in '98. It was, and we're in '99 now, right? And if you go to the police chief's desk and you click it seventy times, it says, "There's just a bunch of clutter here. There's just a bunch of clutter here." If you keep clicking it, I assure you, you will it's eventually 50. pick up film. Is it fifty? Yeah, it's, 50. it's uh, it's Wesker's desk in the the stars office. Wesker's, and, and uh, I think if you go into the the dark room and develop it, it's a picture of Chris and Claire. It's a picture of Rebecca Chambers in like basketball gear. Oh, wasn't there, wasn't there, um, film that developed into like the Redfield siblings? Or am I thinking of something else? There, there was a photo of the stars team. Maybe that was, I'm, that was a that was a picture you could. Uh, you could maybe I'm getting with. confused and thinking about that. Wait, it was Rebecca and in, in yeah, basketball. She yeah, she. I think she was wearing like green, like basketball gear. <laughs> huh. Man, I haven't played that in actual like since I was watching this show. That, that's <laughs> how long it was. Uh, just before the remake came out a couple of years ago, I uh, I revisited it, so it's oh, still fairly rad. fresh. And, yeah, it's still fairly fresh in my mind. I remember playing and finding out that the liquors were blind, mm. and being like, "Wait a second. And if you're playing on tank controls. <clears throat> The way that the controls worked is if you held forward, they would start to move your leg. But if you let go, they would just put their leg back down. But when you went backwards, right, they would go to move backwards. And if you canceled the move, they would still move a tinge backwards, but not take a step. So Lickers couldn't hear your foot step. So if you oh, tapped okay. down rapidly, you could scooch backwards and you could aim yourself. And you could scooch backwards and... Like, inch yourself around the liquors, and as long as you don't touch them, they don't see you or hear you. Nice. And That's I felt what... like that was, like, a weird, like, like hack for the game. Like, my cousins would be like, oh, this part's really scary. The liquors are a different color. Can you sneak past them? And I was like, 
No worries, bro. <laughs> I got I got this. Did you Stand ever find aside. that out? I, I yeah, felt I, like that uh, like that was like my my one shot like video gaming childhood accomplishment. Like yeah, finding no, I, out that they were completely blind and they only reacted when you made a full footstep. I knew they were blind, but yeah, I didn't know that's a uh that's yeah. Never heard of that one. If before. you ever play it again? Um and one hasn't noticed you, turn your back and try to, like, scooch and do, like, the reverse tank mode-like thing <laughs> and try try to see if you can get by. It's... Just, pre- just press down constantly. Yeah. Or just, like, tap down. Yeah, just and then you slowly learn how to, like, walk and, like, turn <laughs> while you're going backwards. <laughs> it's it's weird, but it, it worked. It saved a lot of ammo <laughs> in the game. I wonder if the remake... They're blind. I mean, canonically, they are blind. But yeah, I, I mean, have, I wonder if eyes. you could, if you could, like, super slowly walk around them. Do you know? Can you uh, like sneak past them? You can, yeah. If you're like super, super walking, like super, super slow. Mm, cool, cool. I, I still haven't played it. Oh, really? I re- I know, I know. It's it's like <laughs> it came it's out like two Resident years Evil ago. Two remake. Like, I know. Two years ago, and now. then like I I gotta catch up on my Resident Evils. <laughs> you could probably skip the three remake. It's not that great. Yeah, I remember you being like, eh. Yeah. It's which like, is which is a shame because that was the two remake is great, me. but it's like the the three remake just feels completely rushed. There's like. Oh shame. Sections uh, like they it's like they only remade part of the original Resident Evil 3. Like I was all like a streamlined version of it. Like I was all hyped to um cuz like uh when I replayed through Resident Evil 3 a few years ago. Um oh you played through the original Nemesis? Yeah, yeah. Uh cool. I noticed that uh at the gas station there's actually a like thrash DeLorean out front of it. And I was like, "Oh, haha! I wonder oh. if, I wonder if there's actually if they're if if they're gonna do that in the remake." Like, so I was all like, "Oh, I can't wait to get to the gas station to see if there's like still a thrash DeLorean there." Turns right. out there's no gas station in the three remake. You don't even go to the gas station. Oh, interesting. So they 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 changed the fundamental flow of the the story then, I or at least the setting. I, I think there's literally a achievement for beating the game in under like an hour and a half. And uh, let me tell let me tell you, I think uh, I, I never did that, but I think even on my first playthrough, I got through the game in like just over four hours. Like the three uh, remake is really short. Did it release at full like AAA price? Yep. Oh. Tisk tisk. It was. Uh, what you need was... to do is mod Resident Evil Two remake, so that when Mister X finds you, um, DMX <laughs> play uh, plays. Yeah, I think I think it was you who shared that video with me <laughs> a while back. The mod where you just. <laughs> In the background, and then he slams through a wall or comes around a corner, and you the 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 music like advent like gets louder as he gets yeah as he yeah. gets closer. X yeah. go give it to you. 
X gonna deliver it to you. <laughs> and when you think you're like losing him, and he suddenly opens up the door, and it's like knock, knock, open up the door. It's real. <laughs> uh, uh. <laughs> if anyone's played that and, and is not aware, please go in and look at the um, DMX like uh, sound mod <laughs> for uh, Mr. X. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's it's, videos it's a of hoot. it on YouTube. Yeah. Um, oh, anyway, speaking of Mr. X, gonna give it to us. Uh, yeah, Cheetor had a dream. Yeah, Cheetor had a dream. Oh, there's an awkward moment where Silverbolt comes back from looking for Cheetor. <laughs> and oh, yeah, um, yeah. what is Black Arachne is outside the base and she says, Any sign of our tabby? And uh, he says, not so much as a whisker. He's like, but uh, your concern does you credit. <laughs> as he's like hiding his jealousy. And to be fair, she barely gives a shit about him. Yeah. <laughs> like Silverbolt. Um, so it's she, funny that she even brought it up. She's she's growing as a, yeah. As a person. Yeah. Um, I've like Silverbolt is like, Silverbolt is like I am man, I am jealous. She talk hey, about other, she talk about other men. She have pet name for Cheetor. Me must destroy. <laughs> He's not quite <laughs> yeah. there yet. Yeah, and she says I'm Hope full of surprises. Yeah, <laughs> I couldn't find him. Ah, oh, I looked real hard. I assure you. Yeah, <laughs> he just went to the river and went fishing. <laughs> Um, so, uh, there's this, like, scene, there's actually, like, fairly intense scene where Optimus is, like, fucking laying down the law to Depth Charge. Oh! Yeah, so he's like, hey, I need you to tell me what happened when you and Cheetor ran into Megatron. And Depth Come Charge on, is don't like... Don't bullshit me. Don't bullshit me, Depth Charge. Don't bullshit <laughs> me, Charger. And he's like, you uh, you hauled me in to ask me that. And he turns his back and he walks away from him. And like you Opti said, this is Optimus is basically like, I'm talking to you, motherfucker. He and goes up and he spins him, him around. He spins him around. And he's like, okay, I need answers now. And they do like a chest bump thing. And yeah. after Depth Charge does a, a chest to chest thing, Optimus just like fucking shoves him into like a wall of crates or or something and Death Charge like screams in pain yeah. and he's like, Listen here, you little fucking shit. <laughs> I mean Optimus clearly cares about Cheetor. I loved I loved this scene. This is one of the redeeming scenes. He's like, Cheetor's gone and you're not spilling the beans. And he's what does he say? So you will talk or I will rip out your core processor. Yeah. Which I'm like, wow, Optimus. Like I said, I'm like, <laughs> fucking laying down the law here. Yeah. <laughs> and also, Death Charge needs to be told to, like, hey, you know what? Get in line, bitch. Yeah. This is bigger than you. So, uh, Death Charge explains the Cheetor was caught in the overload of the machine. And Optimus is like, why the fuck didn't you tell me? And Death Charge is like, oh, I didn't know what he would become. Yeah. And De Waspinator and Dino Clone 2 are like flying around. 
or uh, Waspinator's flying around. Dino Clone 2 is like on the ground. Um, uh, following along. Yeah, and they, they find the cave where they tracked Cheetor to. And Waspinator yeah. is like, I am in charge. You must follow my plan. Yeah, and then uh, Dino, Dino Clone Clone's like, I am the plan. Yeah. <laughs> and then he takes his and... claws and like literally like eviscerates Waspinator in this so... very cartoony moment. There's motion blur as he like pulls out his like Velociraptor talons, which are his like index fingers, and there's a motion blur as he like samurai slices up Waspinator, and he literally slashes him into ribbons. It's his like, head lands and the rest of him comes down in, in ribbons. It's like if you ever see in movie like comedies, especially, like someone like a someone will take like a samurai sword and be like like and do then, it like six times and then, yeah. and then and there's then like a nice sculpture <laughs> yeah or like the person's like clothes will just like fall off and there's not a single nick on them just their clothes are are gone yet yeah. yeah it's the zoro thing except you know more brutal <laughs> i thought he was gonna do something like i don't know carve like a d onto his chest no he just like um, my partner was watching and she's and she was like so he's dead right <laughs> and I'm like, he's been through worse. <laughs> he he certainly has. Um, Optimus finds Cheetor, who is. Oh, he comes back to base, right? Yeah, again. Yeah. And but this time he's completely healed. Yeah. And they're like, "Hey, what's up?" And Cheetor very badly. It's it's kind of adorable actually they're like what happened with the creature and he's like oh well you see uh i followed it since he attacked the base and all and uh yeah i got rid of him yeah i took him out by myself and optimus is like uh-huh right so i guess you can show me the the body and he's like what what no why do i need to show you the body i uh ate him <laughs> <laughs> why is everyone giving me such a hard time come on dad and then they they fly off to the jungle just those two yeah optimus and cheetor and optimus um, goes into his weird transmetal his weird optimal ape, gorilla mode which i swear we've barely seen and even like scratches his pit <laughs> like a fucking like gorilla yeah like a like a chimp and uh, as they're walking through the forest, he like reaches up and he's about to like grab bananas off of a tree when Cheetor like talks to him and the camera pulls away. I like that. Right around 14, 18, 14, oh, 19, yeah, they're yeah. walking. Yeah. And then, he reaches uh, up for some bananas. <laughs> uh, and the optimist... is back. Waspinator is back in one piece, but I like he he's got his arm in a sling and he's got a bunch of band-aids on. Yeah, he's got his front wasp leg in, in a sling and he's got like band-aids here or there. Otherwise he's fully intact. <laughs> Only Waspinator can get away with that. Yeah. Again, I don't like um Optimus's like sharp teeth. <laughs> Cheetor's uh transmetal two form explodes out of his body. 
like um, American Werewolf in in Paris, yeah, in London, in London. Yeah, like body horror, like it actually like explodes and sheds sheds his body. Yeah. And oh, uh, that's, um, yeah, yeah, he's in, Dino he's in clone robot laser form. eyes. Yeah. yeah, Dino clone laser eyed uh, Optimus. Yeah. Before that, right? Because right. he's taken down. And I'm like, wow, Dinobot's um, like plasma laser eye thing is is powerful. So we finally get a glimpse of like the non-blackened version of Transmetal Two Cheetor. Yeah, I like it. I like it more than Transmetal One Cheetor. Yeah, it's more. It, it's um, furry. Yeah, it's, it's more like animalistic. It actually looks more like a like a um, a mix between like an animal. And a machine. Rather than just machine, which is what Transmetal 1 was. He's yeah. got like tufts of fur and um, scattered around on him. Even in his robot form, like he's, uh, his robot form is much more animalistic looking. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, I, I like it, it a lot. I like how cool he is. He like, sh- without looking, shoots over his shoulder and like explodes Waspinator. He's like, because um, Optimus is like, um, Cheetor, look out, the bot! And he's like, which bot? You mean this bot right here? And he blows up Waspinator and then like points and winks at Optimus. And I'm like, all right. I'm, I'm digging it. And we get a duel between Cheetor 2 and Dinobot 2. Dino Clone 2. Mm-hmm. And uh, Cheetor wins. Yeah, that's the best way to say it. There's not much more to say about it than that. Yeah, I think I'm. Yeah, as I mentioned earlier, there's a slow motion scene where they're both in their beast mode, and they like turn mid air like the burly brawl and or not the burly brawl like the uh, standoff in the Matrix. (laughs) They slow motion like slash at each other's bellies or something like that. The burly brawl is from the Matrix Reloaded. Yes, and that is in the park with many, many Agent Smiths. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, Cheetor goes to beast mode. He gets, like, bestial again, and they're all, the Maximals are all like, Cheetor, fight it! Yeah, I like guess that. it wasn't clear until now, but when he's in his beast mode, he's, like, like not himself. Yeah, yeah, and it's the trope where they're like, "You can do it, like fight it." And then Optimus you just goes to control yourself. Optimus goes to touch the like spark thing, the green like spark thing on his leg. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, like and he's like, lights, ah, "Get away!" Blue light starts glowing and coming from Optimus's hand. Which What's I'm going like, on here? I have no earthly idea. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but whatever it is. <laughs> It, My it only makes... note was like, ask Christopher what the fuck is happening in this episode. Whatever it is, it makes uh, Cheetor, the green stuff, come back, and then Cheetor regains control of himself. And I like how it's slow mo, but it's actually just lowered frames. Yeah, the frame rate's just lower. like it's like five frames per second, and I'm like, what? This that, is what I they, think. They've used because that, just... that effect before, and it has been jarringly bad. Every... Every, time. Every single time, yeah. Yeah, so 
this is my theory about what the heck is happening here. So he touches his chest, right? And then he goes to reach for Cheetor, and Optimus's hand glows blue. And Cheetor's butt glows green, and the blue energy comes off of the blue energy comes off of Optimus's hand, the green energy comes off of Cheetor's hip. And it dissipates. It's very Final Fantasy-ish. It dissipates. And in a dreamlike voice... Oh, that's what Optimus, he's doing. He's tapping into the life stream. Got it. Right, right. I was going to... Yeah, I was going to say, it's something about the Allspark or the the thing that they're all connected to. It's some spiritual-like thing. But like... Maybe the blue energy is the Autobot energy that's imbued within Optimus. They gave oh, him that yeah, form. Oh, yeah, yeah, the Matrix, yeah. Yeah. Um, they gave him that form, the Matrix of Leadership, that he that kind of made him semi-Autobot, made him yeah. bigger. And the green energy, which is like the alien tech. Mm. And for some reason, he's able to like reach out and that, that energy... So what, you're, so what you're saying is in this scene, Optimal Optimus has got the touch. He's got the power. He's got the power. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, after yeah. all is said and done. <laughs> you're a winner. <laughs> uh uh, I could actually sing that entire song, but I'm going to. You are at your best when the going gets tough. Oh, I, I can't, I can't remember it all. But we, we will spare the uh, the audience. Yeah. Please do go and watch the Transformers movie, the animated movie from the '80s. It yeah. is like top tier. <laughs> there is there is not better Transformers than that movie. Watch, uh, watch it with our commentary track that we we recorded a while back. Yeah, we do a live commentary. You wanna if you've seen it so many times and you want to hear us just like talk over the movie and and ask <laughs> and point point weird things out and talk about how uh, OP Optimus is. <laughs> that was fun. We should do more commentary tracks sometime. That yeah, it was just fun. I have no idea how it. I've listened to us talking about it, and and, and I liked it. But I mean, I might be a little biased. I, I don't know. <laughs> But yeah, I've listened to it, and I'm like, this is funny. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Optimus is like, is like, son, you're alive, and gives Cheetor a big hug, and Cheetor is like, yeah. dad, you're embarrassing me. That's, that's actually what happens. <laughs> yeah, you're embarrassing me. And Cheetor's like, is... Cheetor like checking himself out in the mirror, and he's got like a little like chin hair. He's got like a little bit of chin hair now. Yeah, he's late teens Cheetor now. Yeah, he's gone right? through puberty. Yeah, so we we young Cheetor was the ripe age of 14, 15, and we're looking at what, 17, 18, 19 now, year old Cheetor? And now Black Arachne is all like, ooh, this is I I I like the the upgrade. She, yeah, she literally comes up and she's like, so the new and improved Cheetor, huh? I could get used to it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
and she's kind of like, oh, uh, what does she say? It's you've got some nice features. I could get used to it. And he's like, yeah, uh, I mean, yeah, whatever. Like I care what I look like. Well, I don't even give a shit as long as I can like kill preds. <laughs> Cheetor's uh, new like robot mode head. He kind of has that like same thing on his forehead that Optimus has. It's like a oh, like a. It looks almost like like a like a long like almost diamond shaped like vent type thing. Optimus, has I like one that on his head. yeah. I, now Cheetor, I don't know why, but I, I like the that look on like mechs and robots. Yeah, I, I I don't know why, but I good job designing. I complained endlessly about some of the other designs, but I I like I like Transmetal Two Cheetor. So uh, uh, the episode ends with Black Arachnia like fondling the uh, the Transmetal Two driver, which implies that maybe she. Uh, isn't all like, ooh, Cheetor, sexy man now, but is actually Dude. like, hmm, maybe I can do this to myself. Because she was like, oh, I'm just checking out the body. I like it. So if you analyze that scene, it's revealing that she's she's quite clearly talking about the physical upgrade that he got, making sure he's not a mutant or like fucked up or whatever, right? And yeah. she's like, no, he, he's way more powerful. And who got this who got the shtick and hasn't even transformed once yet? Rhinox, Black Rachnia, Waspinator. Inferno. And Inferno. Said it? Everyone so, else yeah. is either a Fusor or a Transmetal or now a Transmetal Prime. Yeah. Even fucking Dinobots a Transmetal now. I <laughs> hashtag not my Dinobot. <laughs> But his robot yeah. mode does look cool. I, I like his face. Don't don't like his beast mode. <laughs> and uh, we did it. Yeah, we did it. Um, I'm looking on the uh, the Transformers wiki for uh, Feral Scream Part One, and it's like oh. Optimus berates Cheetor for putting the blank protoform at risk when in double jeopardy Optimus aimed at Waspinator when the latter was carrying a protoform with a spark. <laughs> oh, we we meant we, we pointed that out when we did that episode. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We were like, whoa, what is Optimus doing? Not um, an error per se, but compared to most of the other alien artifacts in the show, the transmetal driver is a complete mystery. No specifics are given about its origin, what its real purpose is, how Megatron found it, only that it creates transmetal two transformers. So I guess we're never getting an, convenient. an explanation. <laughs> oh, if it doesn't say there, yeah. Yeah. How convenient. And part of the show revolves around the viewer and the rest of the cast, not, not the, the rest of the characters on the show, figuring out Megatron's secrets, right? Like when it was revealed, uh, when he, when Megatron shared that he, the disc had a message from G1 Megatron, and he shared that with um, uh, Ravage. Yeah, it's like that was. I'm like, okay, wow. I the writing for this show is great. <laughs> I <laughs> I dig that. This has come full circle. This explains so much. Um, but I'm wondering, was there more info on the discs? 
because Black Arachne is the only one that has all the info from the discs. Mm. So yeah, I'm curious point, what yeah. else she could possibly know, or if she just knew about uh, Megatron's message. There must there must be more to it. I think she knows. She knows everything. She knows stuff. Everything. I think she knows everything that uh, uh, Megatron knows, at least as it pertains to information from the golden discs. From the discs, yeah. Possibly more now, because she destroyed the computer that had the info about the discs. Yeah. Hmm. And I didn't want to download it to my brain because I didn't want to make room. <laughs> uh, because I didn't want to spend $300 on a storage expansion unit. No. That's almost the same prices that I paid for the console itself. Yes. That's ridiculous. <laughs> uh, which is a thing I actually did. Yeah, Christopher bought um, external storage for his uh, Series X. I have a Series S. Oh, the Series S, yeah. I have the cheaper one because that's the only one I could find. Yeah, or, I'll, I'll get My, a Series. Uh, I'll get a Series X eventually down the road. What, I'm when actually, you need to. I'm actually pretty happy with the Series S. I not really. I've had it for like two, two, two and a half months now, and I'm perfectly happy with its performance like i'm playing current gen games on it mm -hmm. they're in 1440p just up to 4k they all look good most of them still run it if there's no reason then you have all the time in the world for now yeah Hell, like even yeah. even Hell, resident evil even... even resident evil village like as long as you don't turn on ray tracing uh like runs great on it oh cool <laughs> when you turn yeah, ray tracing yeah. on though that performance drops to a smooth uh, Beast 20... Wars frames per second. <laughs> it runs. Capcom <laughs> alleges that it uh, that on the Series S uh, Village with ray tracing on runs at a consistent thirty frames per second. That is not true. Not at all. It runs at oh, like consistent. 20. It runs at like twenty to twenty five frames most of the time when you got ray tracing on. I don't believe you. <laughs> <laughs> But if you don't turn that ray tracing on, though, it uh, runs at probably about 50, 50 or so. How will times. you see reflections of the light on the linoleum, Christopher? How could you possibly play through the game without? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm still not entirely sold on the uh, the the importance of ray tracing yet. I'm waiting for the day somebody goes, look, look, and shows me like back to back gameplay with it on and off where. It like blows my mind. Yeah, I, and I've I've watched a lot of like digital foundry videos that show like games like Control. They'll be like, oh, here's it with ray tracing on. Here's it with ray tracing off. And I'm like, yeah, it's cool. The it's lighting, a little and the prettier. The lighting yeah. and the reflections are more lifelike, but like it doesn't. I don't know. It doesn't blow my mind. I would yeah, it's not like have like stable performance. It's not like, hey, look, mud. Versus next gen, it's it hasn't it hasn't blown me away yet. Yeah. Now it doesn't compare to the ray tracing on Beast Wars, <laughs> <laughs> that's for sure. Well, that's not real real time ray tracing. You see, that's true. 
that that's completely different. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that was Feral Scream parts one and two. Do we want to get into our ratings? Yeah. Uh, so if you're listening to us, you probably know we've got the three tiered rating system uh, from not enough energon to a sufficient amount of energon to too much energon. Too Christopher much. Siege. Was this episode, were these two episodes too much for you? Uh, both of them get a very dispassionate, uh, uh, sufficient amount of energon. I don't know. They, I didn't really feel anything for these episodes. I kind of like the new Cheetor. I like the robot form of Dino Clone. Um, I thought it was, I liked the, the Frankenstein bit at the beginning of part one. Um, cartoonish moments scattered throughout. Yeah. Um, uh, Cheetor's got a fucking rocket. He's like rocket propelled now, which is pretty dope. Got a fucking rocket people. What more Uh, do you want? Um, but yeah, I don't know. Overall, like I just, I kind of felt nothing for these episodes the little on paper it's like ooh like a clone of dinobot is successfully brought back and sheetor goes through goes through puberty the late stages <laughs> of puberty um on paper i'm like oh cool two two new new um quote toys. or like new, new toys yeah <laughs> um but they're like you said they're kind of Man, I the season's not a not doing a lot for me yet. Um, I would the Neo Cal rating is the first episode. It, oh man, I'll, you know what? Both of them together get a a on the cusp, pretty low sufficient amount of energy on. Yeah. I, I think I've also got to kind of knock some points because the the trans metal two driver is not explained at all. Oh, what is it's a thing? magic orb that makes more toys. Yes. <laughs> Basically, like the show doesn't even try. <laughs> no. It's and a like, magic artifact. And like in season two and season three, which I, I think have both kind of been mixed bags thus far, but like they've done a pretty good job of like setting something up in one episode that's going to pay off in a later episode. You couldn't have had like one little shot of at some point in the past, like four or five episodes of like Megatron orb sitting in the background. Yeah. A Megatron just finding it somewhere or like more, more accurately like Inferno finding it. Or some yeah, his his trusted trusted general. Also, or, where is you know, Tarantulas in all of this? He was just he showed ran- up as part of the. Pr- <laughs> he was just randomly part of the team again last episode, <laughs> but then he he's just not here again. I was like, isn't he not on good terms with Megatron? And then you were like, well, maybe because they both saw the vision of like G one Megatron. I was like. Okay, okay, yeah, I can come around to that. And now he's just he's just gone. Now he's gone again. I I, yeah. I guess. 
man or is it is it not enough energon like what is even there to give it a sufficient amount of energon optimus hilariously like crawling through the hallways of the there's the good moments there's, there's good moments <laughs> the, yeah there's, there's good moments, moments megatron and... like holding up the yikes sign <laughs> and falling off the the edge after being the tasmanian devil yeah yep and I uh, like the weird little like relationship drama that it's it's very light on the episode, but I like the idea of a faux love triangle. <laughs> so it no no it's it's a low sufficient amount of energon from yeah. both of us. It sounds like yeah yeah yeah. What are you gonna and do? What are you gonna do, man? <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, so that's been Feral Scream Part One and Two. Uh, Best way to support the show, uh, wherever you're listening or watching this podcast, give it a like or a five-star rating. Or a ye old thumbs up. Any Just any the, and you all can of still that. do that? I don't know. I don't remember. Uh the thumbs up. Yeah, yeah. You can still give, give it a us like five stars like. on YouTube. None of God. our videos have <laughs> Oh, star. Yeah, they haven't had the star system for years now. Like nine years. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was a while ago. Um, if you want to follow me, you can do so on Twitter at uh, Lasercomb, L-A-Z-O-R-C-O-M-B. Uh, Cal, you are... Uh, Neo underscore Cal, K-A-L, on also, Twitter. You can also follow me on Instagram, uh, Instagram uh at christopher siege uh if you want to hear us talk more bullshit about other mainframe shows we have a podcast called alphanumeric where we do this but we talk about uh mainframes show reboot we also have a show called war planets where we talk about mainframes show shadow raiders um, mm -hmm. i'm also on a another show called based on where we compare and contrast film adaptations and the books that they're based on and i'm also launching a new show uh this saturday called cartoons at night keep an eye out for that exciting it's uh and uh if if you hate us i post pictures of ducks and clouds uh christopher um posts uh pictures of his uh, transformers and his selfies if you hate us but you like our voices you can follow just the show at, at <laughs> too much energy on on twitter and that's more streamlined that just has the um like too much energy on related posts sometimes i'll like respond I'll forget which account that I'm logged into and I'll respond to like one of the film critics that I listen to on podcasts. I'll be like, oh, I'll wait, be like, I, who the fuck is this? I'll be like, oh, wait, I did that on the Too Much Undergone account. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, also, Facebook, uh, Facebook.com slash Too Much Energon, uh, relating to the show specifically, or Facebook.com slash Lasercomb, which uh, is about all of our podcasts. All of our wonderful podcasts, which I am looking forward to joining you on one of the other ones. A couple uh, yeah. other ones. Yeah, we gotta we we gotta record that episode of Cartoons at Night that we've been mm -hmm. talking about. That's that's gonna be a good one. That was a good idea. Launching that. 
It's uh, I've already got uh, a couple of episodes of that show in the can, and uh, they both turned out quite well. Even if one of the uh, the the shows that we talk about, uh, I oh. very very dis very much disliked. <laughs> did um, the uh, did the other host also dis dislike yes. it? I'll uh, I'll tell you I about can't it. Wait to listen to that. I'll, I'll tell you about it off air. Uh, we'll be back next week with episode 41 of Too Much Energon, where we talk about the seventh episode of season three, Proving Grounds. Uh, we're almost through Beast Wars at this point. This, this is so weird. It doesn't <laughs> feel like we're almost done with it. <laughs> We've got uh, one, two, three, four, five, six. We have six uh, episodes of Too Much Energon left dedicated to Beast Wars proper. Wow. So, what wow man. <laughs> that is that is crazy yep and then uh yeah so keep an eye out for that uh it's getting pretty late so we're gonna get out of here i've been one of your hosts christopher siege and i am your other host neocal and until next time beast mode beast mode beast mode <laughs>